Hello, one and all and all in one. Uh, welcome once again to uh, Marketing Meanders with Sally and Sam. And today we are talking about conferences. Um, it seems as if the, well, the conference season or in general, conferences are have actually come back again uh, after the COVID uh, pandemic lockdown. And um, very much, I think, a lot of busy um, conference attendance going on right now. Funny enough, uh, I'll probably come to this in our discussion uh, about um, some teams who I'm supporting who are at conferences as we speak, uh, as we record this. And um, both Sally and I, I think, have been involved in supporting and attending conferences in the past. And no doubt many of you listening have been involved in conferences and events, either setting them up, arranging them, attending them, uh, doing the uh, the mopping up afterwards and the follow-up, for example. Yep. And so we thought we'd talk about them and see, uh, share some interesting stories, hopefully, and, and assess, I suppose, I say the importance or the, 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 the purpose and, and how you can get the most out of conferences and asking the question, do you need to A, host this or B, attend it in the first place at all? So... With all of that thrown at you, I'm, I'm going to jump straight to Sally and say, so Sally, conferences um, in general, um, a good, good, good experiences have you had or have you had um, less, uh, you know, more varied experiences of conferences? By and large, yes, good experiences. Um, I think you need to be careful that you don't, uh, I'm, I, I have a thing about conferences because I think they can be an absolutely stupendous way to waste money and get virtually no leads back and possibly if you're going to sell things at your conference sometimes you've not sold full price or you've done some kind of it can be a stupendous way to waste money however it can be also an equally stupendous way to raise your profile particularly if you're a new person and you've absolutely nailed the conference and you've, you know that the right people are going to be there a lot of people go to conferences because they feel they have to do you really is are the is the audience really going to miss you? So if you don't go, are the audience are going to think, oh well, they're not there. Perhaps they've gone out of business. That likelihood is extremely tiny. It's very unlikely people are going to think if you're not there. Oh, better not use them anymore because they're not here. So how you need to make sure it is valuable for you to go there. Sometimes it's important to go there to make sure that you can actually ask your audience some questions. So this isn't just a you being there and displaying to your audience. You might want to go there not to display to your audience, but to ask your audience some questions, actually get inside your audience's heads because you've spoken for them to some time. But you have to make sure that you have got a goal for this conference. And that goal isn't just we get there without you know, crashing the car or losing all the stuff and all that. That's a valuable goal. But a lot of people go to conferences because, oh, it's that time of year. That conference happens in September. We have to go. Maybe you don't. And maybe it would draw more attention to you if you're not there. People might think, oh, why aren't they there? They're really good. Where, where are they now? What are they doing? And it, it just might draw attention to you if you're not there. And do you need to take a huge stand? Might you just want to have three speakers? May, might that be more powerful? So it's, it's a fantastic way to waste money, conferences, if you're not careful. Yeah, exactly. And I, well, I think it's interesting. I imagine there's quite a lot of people out there right now who perhaps maybe the, the pandemic and the, the, the lack of physical conference events has, has made them stop and reassess and ask these questions about, well, it, you know, that, you know, that conference we always attend in the autumn in September when everyone's back and, and that one we always do in the April, 
do a do we need to go there and b what are we trying to achieve because i I think it's a really interesting question to um as you say i mean again starting with uh, this this question of why and having a purpose before you commit to spend and commit you know opportunity cost etc to an event um but then also the 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 wash up afterwards saying well did we achieve that those that purpose we had did we did we sort of say right our target is to get i don't know 10 new good conversations with people from this sector um, because we know they're at the event and that's what we want to do and therefore we're going to follow them up put them on crm and so on and so forth um or was it did you have unintended um outcomes which were positive perhaps uh, or unintended positive and negative outcomes of like yeah we were there but do you know what we could have got away with just having an attendance ticketed rather than paying for that sponsored uh, stand and the presentation and and the one-to-one meetings which we tried to get in because as you say i think it's it there is a real possibility that you can you can end up just going through the motions almost and saying yeah it's that sort of presenteeism isn't it conference presenteeism to say we need to be there because we're one of the major players and if we're not there then that's a disaster what? Uh, <laughs> yeah is it just uh you know we've got to have a stand bigger than the other guys i mean i think there's also this sort of conference subculture isn't there for people who oh, like yes. to go around and just go around and surf the stands and say well I quite like the way they've done that or I like the way they've got those, uh-huh. those goodies with that and that screen and so on and so forth but um, th- I suppose there's always going to be those peripheral elements but I mean at the heart of it I suppose say what we're saying is just make sure that you do have a very clearly defined purpose and some goals yep. around um, going to the conference but also I would say that's set into a wider um, your wider strategy. So you're saying, well, how does this support the wider strategy exactly. um, and will it help us? Absolutely. You also have to make sure that you don't just make... One of the problems with conferences often is that the measurement times aren't long enough. So you get back and it's all finished and you haven't lost anything. And then you possibly then count all the leads you've got, count the money you made for anything you sold, and that's the end of your end of your roundup. And you go, yep, yep, okay, there we go. Here are the figures. But no, actually, particularly if you've gone to raise your profile, you might actually want to do some pretty long-term measurements here. So actually, you then need to start having some kind of, um, almost like your tendering processes to everyone that that was there. If you've been lucky enough to get the email addresses of all the attendees, you need to do some long-term maybe questionnairing or some um, longer-term... Maybe you can turn some of those people into leads if you try hard enough. But it's not just, oh, we've come back from the the conference and we didn't break the stand. It's not long enough. You need it to last a bit, maybe six months, particularly if you're doing profile raising, where the people noticed you there. And then maybe you might want to, at the beginning of the next one, should it be an annual conference, we'll go again. Maybe two or three months before the next year's conference, you start emailing last year's conference attendances saying we'll be there again are you going to go would you like to meet us there blah 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 to kind of beef up what you've got yeah absolutely i mean as you say i think it's very much that you've got to have that time scale in your in your mind haven't you and it's it's almost like a i suppose again post pandemic lockdown restrictions but actually being able to physically see people and meet them yeah um it sort of makes you think because it makes me think the conference really i mean it's just it's one big opportunity to i mean either you're going to sort of you're going to showcase and present some amazing work you did and people go wow that's incredible look at that and then you know get the slides afterwards or or have it broadcast live and it's in a video and so you've got other assets i suppose you can use later on but but essentially i suppose the main thing is you're looking to um 
create new and maintain relationships effectively, aren't you? You're yeah. looking to say, well, this is either going to be directly to my customers who are going to be at the event, or it's other stakeholders, other people who can be involved and um, you know we can collaborate with, but it gives a good chance to grab a coffee and see someone, look at them in the eye face-to-face and, um, and carry on that relationship, strengthen it or establish a new one. But of course, it, again, that comes down to who's actually going to be there, doesn't it? Because how often has it been that you've gone to a conference of some sort and come back and gone, well, who did you talk to then? Or who did you see? It's like, well, lots of other people who were trying to sell you know, competitors trying to sell our stuff to us almost and us oh, to gotcha. them. And actually, there weren't as many punters. Yeah, we've all been to conferences where actually the only people you spoke to were the other stallholders, all complaining about the lighting's not good enough, my internet connection's gone down, you know, where's this coffee's revolting. And that is all you've done because actually they've put the conference hall miles away from any of the places where any of the attendees are going to be. Really, that's not helpful. And you do, I mean, there are questions you need to ask the conference people. Where the hell is my stand going to be? Because we have all been to conferences where your stand is, A, you don't want it to be right next to the toilet, but you want to make sure that it's not at the other end of the building from the toilets. Because otherwise, but in between talks and, you know, seminars etc most people will be going to the toilet and not have time to visit you and you also don't want to be that far away from the lunch the way everyone's going to have lunch so you do need to know where they've put you yeah absolutely as you say making the most of that time so that you you know you've got the kind of the right collection of people there in the room who you want to talk to and then you've got a good opportunity of them actually seeing you and and getting to you and i suppose because it's there's that mind-boggling array, isn't there, of, of, of conference sponsorship opportunities. It seems to have ballooned oh, now. I, I mean, one of my um, very first jobs, actually, in, in, in marketing, stroke business development and everything, was, was working for a consultancy where they had lots of people involved about four or five different sectors, professional services sectors, and they um, basically, I, I was had to run the conference sheet, the conference tracker, because before that, it was just ra- randomly people had their own budgets and went, okay, well, this is interesting. I'll go to this event. I'll go to that event. And some people go to lots of conferences. Some people went to none. And um, we actually put it together and actually codified it, sorted it by sector, sorted it by, you know, what our position was, why we wanted to go to it and who was going to be there. Um, so that, so I did quite a lot of that planning. I this massive spreadsheet. I'm sure these days I could have put it into something far better. Well, I don't know. Excel no, was very maybe good. Not. It was just yeah. sort of, you know, colour coding. I loved it. All the colour coding I got to do just all the lovely. time. All that stuff, <laughs> which is good. But, but interestingly enough, with that, we then started to try and develop relate, you know, strategic relationships, they say, with conference organisers. So instead of just attending, we'd say, well, we'd like to speak. And ideally, my main mission was to get some of our expertise and our experts at the conference without having to pay anything uh-huh. uh, or pay very little, you know, because effectively, you know, we're giving our expertise to, to the conference and yeah. contributing content. Uh-huh. Um, and so I did get a few of those sorted out, which was great. But the thing that really interested me was the fact there was this explosion. I mean, during that time I was doing this, um, just explosion and opportunities for all sorts of different things. Like, you know, do you want to sponsor a sponsor an email, sponsor uh, an event, sponsor a, a, a breakout session, sponsor a coffee break, sponsor yeah. a bag, sponsor this, appear yep. on this, appear in that. And just this, you know, mind-boggling option. So you just have to go, uh, I don't know, I've got a budget of a few grand what can you do with this almost and then and then try to assess 
how you can make the most of it. But I think it's quite a challenge, isn't it, for people to sort of, you know, if even if you've got a quite a clear objective of we want to achieve X results and this is why we're going to the conference, you then have to match that to if you if are you going to invest in the first place? And if you are, how? What, what combination? Because there's so yeah. many options these days, I find. And they're mind-blocking. And they, often what you have, if you're, you're a gold sponsor or a silver sponsor or a bronze, bronze sponsor of this conference, and in there there'll be, you know, yes, you get a, you get a, a size stand or you get seven chairs or whatever you're getting. And they, you're right, they, they um, completely break it down, granulate it massively. And actually, a little bit of you is thinking, maybe you should go back to the conference organisation and say, OK, I am, suppose you are the market leader. Don't just go, OK, the market leader will just have a goal sponsorship, we'll pay for that. Maybe what you should do, back to the conference organiser, say, we are the market leader here. I am not prepared to pay that for what for the best possible opportunities at this conference. Um, if you don't have the market leader there, will it make this conference look a bit mm, off or dodgy or not worth attending? So actually, as the market leader, I want this. So there's no reason you should just look at their, what they're offering you and say, oh, yeah, OK, I'll do that. You absolutely, as you say, get, ought to develop this strategic um, develop relationship with them and go back and say, oh, no, 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 no. We're not coming unless you give us this matters to them if they don't have market leaders it, it ruins their marketing because if they if there are if just suppose there were a conference about you know uh, fizzy pop and coca-cola said no but no then you're gonna look a bit silly mm. uh, definitely definitely because it, it's it's that thing isn't it of um whatever they put on these rate cards and things is never set in stone it's all flexible and negotiable and, and up, for, up for grabs which again i mean i think it uh, say it's a, it's a, describing it as a sort of a challenging thing but i suppose really it just puts it ball back in your course about well what is it we're trying to get out of this at the end of the day you know what what is a reasonable expectation um of what we can get out of this and i suppose if you're looking at you know perhaps you've got a big someone's already got a budget in place and say well you've got 50 grand a year to spend on conferences and you know at the moment we attend these four these are the four key industry events um i mean i think it'd be it's quite an exciting thing to say i'm going to challenge that and look at it and say are all of them worthwhile can we get more out of them but also that assessment of said going back to the start what are we getting out of them um and 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 do we ever really you know genuinely and over the time period you described as well Sally about you know do we genuinely understand any sort of return on investment over a longer period um is it the case that actually that money can be repurposed and we we host our own series of events which very are, very good maybe point. they're online yeah um so that kind of it's almost that constant i mean i, I suppose really i was describing you know a conference as any other sort of campaign really isn't it it's just uh -huh. having the purpose behind it and yep. you know it's part of your strategy but um I don't know. Conferences can become; they they can always stand stand out as something different, can't they? From I, I find I know, from from other other marketing uh, campaigns oh, yes. and this. And you also of... certain the other thing you're right. People do not align their conference activity with all the other activities they've going on, like your email campaigns or your LinkedIn campaigns. People tend to have your, your conference campaign just happens separately on its own in a little bubble over here. And you don't mention it in your LinkedIn campaigns that you're doing. It might have a LinkedIn post, but it won't be part of the LinkedIn campaigns that you're running alongside it. And it should be. It should be continually tied into all the other activities you're doing. Because it's almost certain that the people that are going to be reading your LinkedIn campaigns 
hopefully, may well be going to, to this conference. That your audience, if you're getting it right, is your audience. And they're probably, they're not stupid, and they too will be doing both. And you can go to a conference, if, you've got, if you are, just suppose you're a market leader, and you go to the conference organiser and say, we will market your conference to our, um, our key niche people in, on our CRM if we get a free stand. And that's a nice big thing to do, and it ties into all the rest of your marketing activity. Mm, yeah, def definitely. And as you say, I mean, it, it should absolutely be that, so that you feel that when you're going to an event, it's um, you're just getting closer, and you're helping the conference organizer get closer to the target audience they're after, or one of the multiple target audiences they're after. I suppose if it's a large, large event of some sort, you're saying, well, yeah, you want to get handbag makers or leather yeah. producers, you know, um, <laughs> you know, particularly in the UK, yeah. we, we need to be there because that's that's the industry event and that's where we want to go. And I mean, there are some um, people who do this well. I mean, the ones who, yeah, they have a defined idea of, you know, there are a certain number of conversations we want to have with people at this event. It's perhaps an industry leading event or it's, it's the one where it's slightly hard to get people, but there are the right sort of people there who are helping us to, um, you know, maybe it's even just referring, maybe it's, 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 you know, like with our handbags, it's, it's, it's getting there amongst the people who write about luxury, luxury goods and yeah, living, yeah, um, things like that. And so very much there, you're looking to present the picture of, of what your, the lifestyle you're offering your, your proposition, aren't you, which you want them to understand and then get follow up with them to then write about it, share it on their, their channels, start to get, you know, maybe they're interested in advertising opportunities, whatever it might be. You're, you're looking to do that, but you have to have that um, that campaign approach and that idea of how, how are you looking to, because you're not looking to sort of go, well, this is the first time in this event that we're ever going to talk to people like this. It's very much like, well, I mean, perhaps when you're starting out as a startup business, and yes, you haven't done that before, but you will have hopefully started doing some marketing before you go plunge straight into a conference and you know, you're you're supporting the ongoing uh, proposition, yeah. and and it's 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 sharing your messaging and starting conversations at that event. But again, clearly defining who that audience is you're talking to, what you're trying to achieve with them, yeah. and did you do that or not? Um, is the thing as well. It's like these. Um, it was talking to someone the other day about um, about getting business cards and whether business cards are now a sort of a thing. Um, as much as they used to be, or whether you should have a digital sort of QR business card. Yeah. And it was about, um, you know, people who do sort of raffles for, like, put put your business card into the golfer's bowl, oh, or do yeah, a raffle, yeah, pick yeah. a card out, and you win some pamper or something. And then we're sort of talking about this, and we went, but um, the only thing is, is um, does that actually, you know, so we might get 50, 100, 200 cards, but are any of those people relevant to yeah. us, or have we just done a raffle? It's <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's a very good point. Um, yeah, yeah. So we we've done something fun and interesting, but does it actually add to uh, what we're trying to achieve at all in the first place, or was it that one conversation? The other thing you need to do is to make sure that it's not just your external audience; it's your internal stakeholders. Because I've been to conferences where there's been the marketing team, and they've spent you know six months getting the stand right and making sure you have the right sweeties on the stand and hundred and one bits of collateral all over the place, and it's cost a fortune. And they've arrived there, 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 very nice presence. And then there is the sales team who also need to go here. But A, they only ever come to the stand to dump their coat there. They never 
they haven't you haven't spoken to them about it and then they just drift off and do their own thing possibly with different messaging to you and sometimes you'll find that they've actually commissioned the little kind of welcome hosty thing as a sales thing, hang on a minute, why is this not all linking together? And you can see it, You can, if you look around big conferences, you will see those where the sales teams are doing their own thing, which isn't wrong, but they need to be doing their own thing and the marketing team needs to know what that thing is. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Joined up, isn't it? Yep. That thing of um, ensuring that you're... Because that's the other thing. I, mean, I suppose if we take a scenario where we assume that you've done your homework, you've 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 integrated attending a conference and sponsoring and getting a stand, um, and it's part of your plan. And you know you know you're after X, Y, and Z audiences there, and yep. you're looking to achieve you know X number of conversations. And so you've got all you've done all the planning. It's all good. You've turned up with your goodies at the stand. And it's all set up. And then as you say, it's like well the assignment of roles, isn't it? It's like well we're we taking five people, and if we are, a what are they doing, and b as you say, is it joined up the thinking about well what again what are we trying to achieve with people? Is it someone might think if they're not they don't have that plan of well actually what we really want people to do is um, take a free uh, get I don't want to say a free sample like sign up to a free trial yeah say that's what we really want to get we want to maximise getting people to sign up to a free trial. Of, of this product but someone else is going out there saying i'm just trying to sell um you know off the bat yep. that that's what i'm doing i'm closing so i'm looking to get as many sales opportunities Absolutely. as possible i'm not even aware of this free trial thing yeah you want to know this is this is the funnel this is how we're trying to you know this this is our key thing this is why we've got it here and yep. this is we need people to come over to this console and input their details yep. and you say oh well no i didn't i didn't do it. i've got business cards but um, didn't get that. And you have to go, okay, well, yeah. recalibrate, okay. get back in touch with them, yeah. get them to sign up, blah, blah, blah. Um, but yeah, joined up. That's the joined up thinking, exactly. isn't it, that you need um, around it. And it is, I mean, to be honest, it means that it's not just something you do five, you know, two days before the conference starts. And that's the, often the other thing. So you've set up all the conference and then you think, okay, it's all, it's next Monday, better talk to sales. And that's not joined up thinking. That's, and you'll absolutely guarantee one of the biggest, biggest complaints you get everywhere every single conference it will be marketing personnel other people sitting standing behind the stand a they're the ones that do all the setting up they're also the ones that do all the backing down and they're always the ones having to stand on stand on the stand and maybe it should possibly you ought to have a rotor it's really boring because actually maybe sometimes sales could join in that because then it stops being a blame issue because you often get there and sales go well why didn't you yellow handbag brochure why didn't you bring that you go because we didn't speak to each other about what we wanted before we left and you get this horrible bitchy blame you stuff happens i'm not buying you a coffee because actually you didn't bring the yellow handbag brochure it just gets petty uh, it, and it, although that sounds silly it's talking to an unlying problem you have that your sales and marketing isn't aligned so mm. you, you know did did sales tell you they wanted that brochure there? Did you talk about what was going to be there before? And it's important that you kind of make sure that weeks and months before you've both got together and made sure the right things are happening. Yeah, that d definitely, definitely. That's it's, it's really important to do that. Isn't it? And then you, and then hopefully you have that ongoing understanding. But it's just reaffirmed each time, and everyone's like, no, is up to speed about what what yeah. what you're supposed to do. So that's the worst thing if you go to a. <laughs> A stand, and you see like people sort of not looking at each other and being <laughs> miffed off. 
you know, yep. it is. I mean, there are those things. I mean, I, I was going to move on to like sort of merchant merch oh, and merchandising yes. and stuff like this, and and but also, you know, your team there on the day. So you say you want you want to approach a stand that's 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 welcoming and open, and people are aligned. They know what they're talking about. Um, they, you don't feel that they're trying to leap on you and push you towards anything, but they are gently sort of because there's definitely a skill to that. I think, isn't there? Actually, having people who uh, have the ability to engage and you know show that they're interested in their topic and that they're interested in finding out more about you. Yeah. Um, and and that they, but also that you know your design and everything else you've done around the stand, for example, if you do have a stand, is um, it's clear who you are, what you're doing, why you're there. Um, so you've actually done effectively. You're creating like your little shop windows, aren't yep. you? Really, I mean, you are creating your shop window there, and um, you know we've all seen. Say we did have to take our luxury handbags off somewhere, and we were competing against Prada and the like. And you know we want to. We wouldn't just to say, well, look, we're amazing. We know Prada and someone else is going to have an amazing stand, but we can make ours for the money we have yep. about us and about what we are selling. So coming back to our core proposition and what people can expect of us. Um, and also um, linking it into other campaigns again, isn't it? So how do we stand out? How do we differentiate ourselves in a sea of other handbag providers and exactly. people like that? It's, it's, it's all that thinking, isn't it? Which is, again, why it has to be, um, you know, in with the rest of your, your, your strategy and, and your creative that you're, and your brand. It's also a really good idea to have a wee practice because you know that your table is going to be, let's see, eight foot by two or whatever it is. Sit down with sales and decide what is going to be on the table and where. Because if you sent 25 boxes of catalogues of, you know, 17 different varieties, is that going to fit on the table? Is it going to, are people going to, going to be able to find it on the table? If you've got a pull-up stand that you're going to put catalogues in, which catalogues are going to be on the pull-up stand and which aren't? All of that kind of thing. Because what you don't want to do, and I, you see this quite often, is that marketing have set up the stand before everyone's allowed in. And everyone comes in and sales arrive and reorganise it. Because in their eyes, the catalogues are in the wrong place. And what you don't want your audience to see is somebody fluffing about your stand, moving things. You really don't. So have a practice in the office. Just set it up and say, is it, do we want it to look like this? Mm. Yeah, definitely. Because it will also point out to people that, no, we can't take every single catalogue or sample that we have because they don't fit. We are going to have to prioritise. So and it's 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 the best thing to do. Otherwise, it, it, you'll get people going. Oh no! But I didn't think you'd you'd have brought this one. So I've brought this sample, and I'm going to put just plant it on the table. Yeah, that's really not helpful. But thanks a lot. Well, that's the end of episode one of this particular marketing meander. If you'd like to ask us some questions or just get in touch and have a chat, then you can contact us at meanderspod at gmail dot com. Or you can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and you can also get in touch with Sally and myself via LinkedIn. Connect, reach out, get in touch. See you soon.